Welcome to the Arclight Insights Podcast, Season 2, Episode 10. Today we're going to be talking about our top 10 units as well as our top 3 leaders. Uh, I'm doing pretty good today, uh, feeling great. It's an early morning, but I'm more awake than usual, so I'm ready to go. Tapsnap, how you doing this morning? Doing good, doing good. Uh, I woke up early to go to the gym today, not realizing the gym was not opening till 7. They must have had some issues. So I was kind of upset. So I've been sitting here just going through the dailies and getting ready for the stream um, for the podcast. Uh, other than that, great week. Nothing, ma- no major news on my side. Gora? Yeah, pretty good week. Um, pretty standard. Nothing much really happened. Glad it was a weekend though. Yeah, good week as well. Everything's fine. Been grinding the game, been discussing the game. Been trying to catch up with the minimal stream, but I'm always at work and also top snap. It's it, it's a shame because your streams never really coincide with my availability. But you know, maybe in the future I'll have a chance to catch up with you guys more. Yeah, and uh, mm-hmm. all good. Very happy. Good week for me. With all the money you're making from the podcast and your uh, YouTube channel, just quit your job and so you can watch us stream. Yeah, I think I I actually <laughs> think I made like five dollars last week or something. Not bad. Man, <laughs> in the money. So, in today's episode of the podcast, we are going to go over our top three leaders, our top ten minis, as well as our bottom two leaders, our bottom five minis, and then we're going to go preview the new dungeon that uh, came out this week. So, who's excited for that? I know I am. I love the new dungeon. Yeah, there's a lot of lot to talk about there. Uh, Gore and I kind of talked a little bit about it, had some opinions. Yeah, I play with it as well. I'm on uh, level 26 at the moment, having trouble to beat the second boss. But I, I like the, the new dungeon, a uh, bit smaller maps, and it's it's quite enjoyable, to be honest. It, it's straightforward. And and I always like Nomoran in uh, World of Warcraft. It's always, it was a nice dungeon. So I guess we will start with our bottom leaders. Uh, Gora, what's your opinion on your bottom leaders? Uh, so I got two uh so we're going two bottom leaders uh the first one's kane um which i think everyone will pretty much unanimously agree i've got sneed down as well but with his new talent um he seems to be a lot better and gromosh is also a lot better with his new talent too Mm -hmm. so i'm not exactly sure where my second bottom leader falls in maybe hogger now um, because I prefer old Merkai definitely than Hogger, but yeah. How dare you? I see. <laughs> I was about to say you. I think you're sleeping on Sneed a little bit. There. Have you seen Landgrub? How strong? How strong? You yeah, I know. That's the thing. Like that talent is just like <laughs> shot him up like ten places. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, let me go. And next. I haven't really played with him, so yeah. Let, let me go next. I picked the my two worst leaders, which I think probably one of you will protest a bit. I picked Maeve and Chalga. And now... Whoa! No, what, so what's your reasoning behind Maeve? I think it's just a personal dislike I of Unbounds, which make me look at her as uh, not very effective. Even though Unbounds are so effective in general, I don't think she's effective in all types of content as a single leader mm-hmm. so for for that reason i think she will probably struggle 
in some encounters. Of course, you can put regular units that support her a bit more, but I, I just don't don't like her. I, I think it's more personal thing than actually a general assessment of her effectiveness as a leader. And Chalga, I just think he's too clunky for me. I, I don't, I don't think she's a good leader. I'd like to change my answer. It's Chalga, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> the change to her leader passive ability, I just don't see a use for it. I prefer the old version. There you go. I agree with Mura. Like Chalga was one of my favorites before they updated her. Like I, I don't that. Her ability now just kind of kills her playability, for me at least. And then I was going back and forth between Maeve and Sneed, and I ended up going with Sneed. Um, I haven't really played him in this patch with his new ability, Landgrad, but um, playing with him, uh, doing the playthrough, uh, and get really frustrated with him, I, I had to put him in my bottom two. So my bottom two are, it's the same with Gora. It's Cairn and Charlga. First of all, I don't, like, Cairn, I don't like him as a unit very much. Um, and I don't think his leader ability is very good. It might be good if the Horde units were better, but I don't find many of the Horde units to be worth playing currently. Um... I don't like his talents either. I just don't think he's very good at all, especially for five gold. And Charlga is nice. Like, her ability to root something in place is good. Uh, and some of her talents are neat. But I don't actually think her leader ability does anything. Um, like, it changes around your gold cost, but it just changes them based on the units that are in your deck already. So by the time you play a full cycle of your deck, you're playing the same amount of gold anyway so i don't actually understand what it does i don't think she's very good mini since you since you're already talking why don't you let us know about your five regular troops the bottom ones oh my five regular troops are we including spells in these yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Any, anything oh, except... regular minis yeah. okay well first off i have vultures um i don't think they're great uh normally i like one co uh, gold cost units but they're just so squishy and they can get out of hand really quick but unless you have the talent where the new vultures spawn at your base uh it doesn't matter how out of hand they get because one chain lightning will kill them or one arcane blast one even gets rid of them um and then i have a bunch of really expensive units so mountaineer i think is garbage now before they took out his uh extra like hunter's mark hunter's talent uh i thought he would probably have some use in like co-op and pve where like you would one person would bring one just so you could hunters mark the boss or whatever you're fighting uh but now that that's gone i i can't even imagine a scenario where you would play him uh alton giant is okay the problem is that he's six gold and his only gimmick is that he has a lot of health so Six gold is a lot to invest, especially when um, it's very easy to get rid of. Um, you know, like, if you play some poorly, a six gold mistake is way worse than, like, a two gold mistake for a tank. Um, and then probably chickens would be my next one. Um, I don't think they're actually that bad, but currently they are because they can't hit Onyxia. 
which is kind of funny. Uh, honestly, it, it feels kind of thematical that they can't hit Onyxia. Um, but kind of the same boat as Vultures, though. Just one Chain Lightning takes them out. They don't fit into a lot of builds, and I think there are some Beast builds they probably work in, but it takes a little bit of setup. And then my last unit is probably Living Bomb. It's a lot of gold for a spell, and while the spell is pretty impactful uh, against the right units and right situation, uh, that situation does not pop up very much. So, don't like investing six gold. So, when you say the chickens cannot eat, uh, hit Onyxia, is that because they cannot reach it, or or is there like a some sort of bug or something that doesn't allow them to do damage to Onyxia? So it's it's definitely a bug, but it's not that they can't, well I don't know if it's that they can't reach her or not. They they get to her and they sit there in front of her trying to attack her, but <laughs> they can't like physically reach on Nixia with their little claws and their, their beaks. <laughs> I didn't know that. Uh, yeah. That's funny actually. I didn't know that. <laughs> Is that a bug or an Easter egg? Oh I hope it's an Easter egg, because it's so thematical. <laughs> I have a, a, a kind of a light disagreement there with the Molten Giant. I think the Molten Giant is extremely hard to kill now. And he, he, he also can heals, can heal when he um, destroys towers on top of it. And I, I think he's, he's not fantastic, but I think he's not as low, at least in my, in my opinion. You know, we all have, we all have different opinions, obviously. That's, that's what makes it mm -hmm. fun. So I kind of want a different route. Um, I don't have any high casting costs in uh, in my bottom, uh, just for the fact that yes, they're high casting costs. They're not going to be played as much. I went for units that are cost lower, but don't see play because they're just not that great. I did agree with vultures and angry chickens. They're two. They're the two in my list as well. But I also went harvest golem, bat rider, and worse on grunts. Um, they're all cost pretty decently. It's just there's other things that cost the same that do way better jobs than them. Small disagreement in terms of bat uh, bat rider, but you know, it's, I think it's quite a decent unit for two gold cost. But I kind of disagree with the harvest golem, uh, but I'm not super sold on it yet. I've seen it played a lot, and anytime I play against it, I'm like that unit seems better than than maybe I had initially thought, um, but. Once again, I haven't played it myself, so can't really say. I I could only come up with four here. I just froze, and I couldn't pick another bad one because I I couldn't think of another one that I think is actually really bad. So I went with grunts, living bomb, chickens, and vultures. That's what I have. Um, I, all the other ones they seem acceptable enough, so I I only put four here. But maybe I will be persuaded with uh, something that Gora would say next. Um, so I've got um, Mountaineer, Warsong Grunts, Living Bomb, Vultures, and Skeletons. Um, mm -hmm. The Skeletons have a new talent um, where they spawn an extra two when at a meeting stone or tower, I believe it is. Yeah. Uh, which I think will actually make them a lot better. I just don't have that talent unlocked yet, so I haven't been able to use them. I can see Mini shaking his head in agreement there. Oh, they're... I don't think they're bottom of the barrel. I think they're very good. But they they require a lot of shenanigans. And I can go into it if you want to. 
but it might be part of my Onyxia kill. We'll see. I think skeletons aren't necessarily just bad. I just don't think they fit into many decks. Yeah. But if you have like ba- if you're running Baron, you know, and you spawn five skeletons where you can consume them again, Baron's health back, you're getting an extra two heals. So let let me run something by you real quick. It's something that I've only talked about with Soul Reaver, and I told him I wanted to test it before we talked about it. But so skeletons are two cost, right? And you can use the talent to get five of them. And then if you smoke bomb and level them up with the talent, and then you cheat death to where they respawn, they keep the levels they get. Ooh. Oh, okay, there we go. Okay, they're off yeah. on mini list. Yeah. <laughs> so they respawn at your base, like what are the barren passive skeletons spawn like? Uh-huh. Yep. And they keep the levels but they, keep they get the from level the smoke from the... bomb talent. Can you then re-level them up with Smoke Bomb again? You can, and you can re-resurrect them as well. Okay. Wait, so it's just an infinite loop? Yes, yes it is. You and should have said this on long maps. Okay. Yes, yeah, Spanner, cut this so the devs don't see yeah. this and hot figure what? it out. <laughs> it's information for everybody. <laughs> I only spoke about this with Soul Reaver, so now I'm going to tell everyone in the podcast that (laughs) one of of the most OP strategies in the game, if not the most (laughs) OP currently. (laughs) I wonder if if that's intended. It it sounds like extremely strong, just by thinking about it. Yeah, it's hard to get rolling because it involves so much. Like, it's six gold worth of stuff to do at once but like on a long map like on nexia if you can get it under control and then get it rolling you can get some pretty high level skeletons by the end of the map that sounds really well you also have to like not have them die between yeah yeah absolutely yeah it takes setup but and now with with the necromancer talent you can get an extra five skeletons when the necromancer yeah. dies, right? So that makes it even more scary. Uh, well, the the necromancer the skeletons aren't aren't cycle minis, so you can't level them up with smoke bomb. Ah, so the necromancer ones it, they don't work with the smoke bomb. Okay, oh. correct. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. So, um, one of the devs watches the podcast and holds an emergency meeting on Monday morning. <laughs> <laughs> I'll fix this. <laughs> right, so we have 100 level 50 skeletons hitting on X yet. So I want to know what's happening here. <laughs> right, I'll start with the leaders, I think. Because I don't have anything super exciting, it's pretty much the standard top leaders to a lot of people out there. So my top three leaders are Tyrion, Rand, and Riven there. I know it's nothing too spectacular here. Uh, I've got Tyrion, Thanos, and Rand. Okay. And I also tried to pick one leader from each family too. Almost he's been getting quite a bump lately, like he's going up in the ranks. So my three are the same as Spanners, Tyrion, Ren, and Baron. Nice. Uh, mine are Thalnos, Jaina, and Murkai. Um, Is this based like on your real perception of best leaders or is your personal taste is a bit there as well? In this selection. Um, honestly, this is my real gauge on best leaders if we're combining them with PvE and PvP. Okay. Um, 
I think Murkai is probably... <sighs> I would have to test it. because I mean, I just got beta, so I haven't tested much. But I think Murkai is probably the leader you can beat the campaign with the quickest. Um, I think Thalnos is also up there. But I think Thalnos is probably really good for PvP as well. And I think Jaina is just all around a great unit. Or, or a great leader. And there are a lot of different ways you can build her. Okay, awesome. Good I agree. Murkai is really fun to play in PvP. Um, yeah. Especially, especially when, with the the, gold. when you have the gold. <laughs> now, when I was playing against Fieldsy to make a video the other day, uh, one thing that is it works really well is if you... Which I don't promote because I, I strongly dislike Unbound Spamming, but... If you really must play Unbound Spam, if you do it with Markai, it's really good. Because you have the double threat, put the Markai down, uh, put Unbound Minis spam spamming, and then once they have to defend their base, then they need to deal with the with the round of Marlocks going towards them as well. So they make it's, it's really scary, to be honest, to defend all that. Yeah. <laughs> well, the first mistake was playing against Fieldsy. <laughs> <laughs> the reason the, the reason most of the accounts in beta were deleted fieldsy <laughs> i've got a old magi build where you're trying to have as many minis uh stacking the base damage percentage up and i had one game against the bot and i took his barracks down in like a second or something, I think. If that is, there's just so many Murlocs. <laughs> like, um, <laughs> Prowler with 30% damage. Um, yes. I think I was running Chickens with Fury. You know, it's just, yeah, it was insane. If you don't have an AoE counter. Uh, so we have our top 10 best minis. Um, so I'll just go through my list fairly quickly. I got Firehammer, Pyromancer. Shaman, Wolpegs, Drake, Safe Pilot, uh, Execute, Cruel Boar, Device Bandits, and Foreman. Mm. Um, so some of these are pretty generic. Uh, like Firehammer is with the 50% um, damage to flying minis. She just nukes anything flying, which is really handy for some of the PvE missions. And she does all right in um, PvP too. Pyromancer, um, especially with the splash damage area. Pretty much anything spawning around a like tower will be hit as well with that. Um, Charmin, I just really enjoy having a healer in a lot of decks, especially the higher gold cost decks. Uh, Wellpegs with Rookery, you know, just super strong, unbound. Um, pretty much counters anything on the ground that can't attack air. Uh, Drake. Again, just super strong. Um, does a lot of damage, counters a lot of things. Love the Mother Drake talent. Like, it's like the way I think of it is if well pegs are three gold costs and you get three eggs baseline, and then Mother Drake spawns an egg, I think, is every 10 seconds, eight seconds or something. That's equivalent to like one free gold with the well peg. Uh, there's not a strong being separated. Um, Safe pilot, high damage, especially with the ambush talent. Deploy anywhere. Uh, I think a lot of people 
sleep on the execute spell. It can be very strong, especially um, with Jaina and just in a deck uh, in later PvP, PvE campaigns where there's a lot of like uh, resistant minis that are tanky. Um, you know, boom, 50% health gone, a lot easier to deal with. Uh, Quillbore, everyone knows about Quillbore. Really strong, can turn minis around. Uh, great for creating chests as well. Uh, Defias Bandits are not strong until you get uh, their talents, which is either Poison or Picklock. Uh, the extra gold from chests in PvP can be really strong. And Poison can be very strong for like one gold cost defending your barracks against a Molten Giant or something like that. Um, and Footman, I find, is a great counter for all the um, Hunter spam that you come across in PvP and PvE. Uh, I, I actually forgot the Defias Bandits on my list, so I, I, I agree. They are one of the best pound per pound units in the game, if not the best. And uh, But the Footman, I was a bit surprised. I, I, they wouldn't be uh, nowhere near my top 10. It, they are good, but they wouldn't be personally in my top 10. Uh, I have Quillbore, I have Drake, Chain Lightning, the current state it is, uh, Well Pegs, Plague Farmer, Meat Wagon, uh, Griffin Rider, Abomination, Shaman, and Safe Pilot. I'm surprised you said uh, Meat Wagon. I, it's strong, but I don't know if it's in the top 10. And I was a big Meat Wagon fan before uh, the new update. What happened that you were a big fan of it and now it's not even in your top 10? What happened there? So I kind that uh, Meat Wagon is amazing through all of PvE except for Oni. Meat Wagon messes you up so bad because it targets the whelps even when it's not in that lane and it breaks the whelp eggs early. And I was getting so frustrated that I had to remove Meat Wagon for that fight. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh. But but um, but if you had cleared the El the whelps first, and let's say you get the top left tower, and then you if you use that spot to deploy your Meat Wagon, suddenly they become one of the best units for Onyxia. If you, oh, if you I agree. But yeah, the, the whelps spawn so randomly sometimes that your meat wagon just completely does a 180 and starts throwing meat at the whelp eggs and you're not ready don't have your units in your uh in your hand to deal with them fair enough so i a lot of these are been the same with uh the other with gore and spanner safe pilot uh griffin rider uh whelp eggs drake quillbore i went with uh Necromancer, uh, Pyromancer, Blizzard as a different spell than the other two have picked. And my outlier here is Abomination. I think his uh, poison talent, where he poisons units around him every three seconds, if you put Tyrion with him or uh, the Shaman to keep him healed, I think... He will do a lot of damage in this walkthrough units. Necromancer, great shout. I actually, I actually could have easily included Necro uh, Necromancer as well. It's a great unit for four gold. Yep. 
Yeah, and you got the talent to have skeletal mages yep. as well, if mm -hmm. you want a bit more, which brings the CC in and also more anti-air. I feel like the talents that Necromancer has, you can easily switch talents up based on the map yep. to handle mm. pretty much anything. Yep. They're very well-rounded. Yeah, I think Necromancy is probably one of the units in the game that has the best, the strongest selection of talents available. All talents are really good with the Necromancer. I left Necromancer off my list, but I do agree that it probably belongs on the list. So all of my units that I picked are something I think you could slot into any deck, uh, taking into like PvP and PvE. So I've got Defias Bandit, uh, Drake, Meat Wagon, sorry, Tap. <laughs> Uh, Quillbore, of course, Wellbags, Harpies, Chain Lightning, Safe Pilot, and then my uh, kind of off-the-wall pick, uh, just because I like what it can do in a lot of the PvE encounters, is Banshee. Um, so those are my yeah. 10. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually surprised people don't use Banshee more, because it, it, it's, it's such a game-changer. It's, it's surprising. I think one of the reasons people don't use Banshee more is because the traits are so limiting. Banshee has basically that's range and that's it. So you can't really play around with her too much in your decks. I think Banshee is good. I think it's just very hard to play and play correctly. Yeah. The placement, yeah. the timing is... It's very hard for certain people to play. Uh, I, I admit I'm one of them. I... I'd rather just spam a bunch of units, and I, it's, I'm not that type of player to be able to be like, okay, I have to hold Banshee for this unit, have to place it here to get the most use. I, I don't want to think that hard. <laughs> okay. And That's fair. <laughs> I think Banshee sings less play because not many people play units above four gold. Which is yeah, losing out. One of her benefits of playing her is the gold trading trade up so if you play a unit for five or six and it gets taken by a banshee for four you know you're down one or two gold that's a very good point. and probably your strongest unit in your deck yeah i want to i do want to say that it's on the list because i like what it does in pve and especially on the uh on nixie encounter like there are a lot of decks that are like oh i have these five units that i really want to play but i don't know what my six should be and they're like oh i'll just throw in banshee even though it doesn't fit my valor slot because it takes over one of the guardians uh, but in PvP, I think Banshee is, like, bottom of the barrel. So, Unless they're running Rent or Drac. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or Abomination but, or something like that. Yeah, but even then, like, uh, yeah. like a Chain Lightning just stops it. Yeah. yeah, you know, so much... Like, even Wellpegs. Like, I was playing against somebody. I was trying to get my Drac build to work in PvP um, mm -hmm. by swapping out, keeping a core team. And then swapping out the other uh, three minis for really cheap units. Mm -hmm. And this player actually had Banshee in their deck, but I could just drop well pegs in front of Drac, yeah. and the Banshee would take over the one well peg out of four. Problem exactly. solved. Yeah. Too many unbounds and double chain lightning, they don't really help Banshee being used that much. Very easy to counter. And, uh, and as Gora said, uh, actually a really good point. I didn't even think about it. Uh, most people play low-cost units, so Banshee is not as valuable uh, in that situation. Plus you got like Safe Pilot, Coolball. I mean, 
I think a lot of people would be happy to sacrifice a quill ball into a banshee. I want people to know this is just our opinions and um, there's going to be many that are you situational that or you find a combination with that are very strong. There's people out there using minis that most people wouldn't, but finding great use with them. So just because we rank some of these higher than others doesn't mean they're the best. We we just prefer ones over the other. Um, maybe there's something out there we're missing and there is a strategy to use one of the minions and it's really good. Yeah, I think out of all of our top ten minis, I think I have one of them on my on my actual team I'm using right now. So there is a uh, last patch. I was playing around with a cane build where you use planes running, and then all the other minis in the deck are fast minis. Mm-hmm. You know, like you... so, it sort of worked. Um, with cane being five gold, and then huntress is five gold. Of Warsong Rhydos for, you know, they're quite expensive minis, but they're also fast. Mm-hmm. But there might be a way to sort of make that work. Maybe with a few more, like, unbound units that are cheaper, or a spell or two on the cheaper side to help him. Yeah. So, and it's, it's yeah. interesting to see how things change so quickly. Uh, none of us even mentioned Arcane, Arcane Blast. If we had made this, uh, <laughs> if we had made this exact same had this exact same conversation like uh, seven ago? months ago or something. Yeah, probably all of us would have said Arcane Blast. So it's things just change very quickly. Well, we do have a tier list that we all made back when the game came out, and I think ArcLight, the Blast was up there. Yeah, the most important thing uh, advice there for people out there is if you see Togger suggesting any builds, just ignore him, okay? because like some of those things they make no sense they only make sense to him so just ignore him that that's my best (laughs) advice that's my best advice for you (laughs) hi i'm nixium famous for my wow machinima videos if you want to stay updated with anything related to the game warcraft arclight rumble subscribe to the arclight insights channel created by the threads of fate community just like myself they love the warcraft universe and will always feature useful guides podcasts community and developer interviews gameplay videos and pve and pvp meta updates support their channel as they work hard to share their passion for the game Thanks, guys.